episode of Dad Bod History. It's just Jake tonight, and uh, I wanted to talk to you about a little man. You may have heard of him. His name is Hercules, and uh, the, the reason I want to talk about him today is because when I think about Hercules, and, and when most people think about Hercules, they think about the mythology, right? The stories, and like, we all know he was incredibly strong. Most of us know that he was the son of Zeus, but Outside of that, what what do we know about him? What's his mythology? Like, what's the story of Hercules? And when you look at Hercules, and, and frankly, when you look at most Greek heroes and, and most Greek stories, be it the gods, the titans, the heroes, or uh, just, you know, normal humans, so to speak, it's kind of hard to pinpoint and, like, find one book where it says, this is the mythology of ancient Greece, because the mythology of ancient Greece spans thousands of years. Uh, Greece, specifically Hercules, existed in the time of uh, the Trojan War, which some think was about 1000 to 1600 BC, whereas the Spartans at Thermopylae were 486 BC. That's a thousand year gap between two of the most noticeable or, or recognizable events in Greek history, the invasion of the Persians and the Battle of Thermopylae in 486, and then Greek, the, the great hero Hercules, and then before him, you know, and Achilles, and Pete, Perseus, and Theseus. So it's kind of hard to, like, to, to take all that and say, well, what's the mythology? What's the story of ancient Greece? And what makes it even more difficult, especially the farther back you go in Greek history, is that before you know, what we consider classical Greece and, and you know, the, the time of the Spartans at Thermopylae and, and the rise of Athens and, and um, you know, the great thinkers of Plato and, and Herodotus who wrote the first history. A lot of the stories that were told were, were that. They were told, they were oral, they weren't written down. And so they were things that were passed down from time, from one generation to the next. Homer himself, the, the famous author of the Odyssey and the Iliad, was some think he wasn't even an actual person, but he was more of an idea. And uh, the story of the Iliad and the Odyssey was an oral tradition that had been passed down for generations until it was eventually written down um, as as the story, the books that we know it today. And to that point, Hercules falls right in that. Hercules is at the Battle of Troy. He's in the Iliad, but. You know, that's not his whole story. And, and and I think that's what makes it really interesting and really hard to understand who Hercules was. Like, what, what is his story? And so I did a little research for my own personal benefit. And I found this book, and it's, and it's called uh, The Library. And it's written by uh, an author named Apollodorus. And he was around the first century B.C. And what he was is he was a mythographer. And, and what a mythographer is, it's kind of like a historian. Um he takes all the stories, all the legends, the myths, the stories of the gods and the titans, and he tries to put them down in sort of a sequential ordered form. And what makes his story, you know, what makes his book so great is that Apollodorus 
was um, able to kind of say, all right, you know, like in the Bible, the book of Genesis is the beginning of, of the Judeo-Christian books, right? And it tells about the history of the universe and the beginning of the world and the creation of mankind to their eventual fall and, and then the promise of a savior. Well, similarly, Apollodorus took the stories, the, those oral traditions, and, and took what written works he had and he compiled them all together. And he was able to compile them, and he specifically was able to compile a lot of stuff about the story of Hercules. And so what I want to talk to you about, and this is going to be a multi-part series, is Hercules' uh, 12 great labors. Um, and, and when people think about who he is, whether they know it or they don't know it, they're, they're talking about, they're referencing those labors. And... Um, and so I want to go through that a little bit with you guys. But before I get into the labors, let's figure out who Hercules was. Where did he come from? And so as I said before, he was, he was a son of Zeus. Zeus had a somewhat uh, prodigious habit of sleeping with mortal women. And he had several kids um, by these means. Uh, Theseus and Perseus, for example. Well, Hercules was another one of those um, sons of Zeus, so to speak, and he was um, a half-god, half-man, a demigod. And so Zeus met a woman named Alchemy, and she was married to a king um, named Amphitryon, and Zeus disguised himself as Alchemy, or as Amphitryon, and slept with Alchemy. And Amphitryon had slept with her as well, and and she became pregnant with two sons. One was Hercules, and one was Iphicles. And so Hercules was, his father was Zeus. Iphicles. His father was uh, Amphitryon, and Zeus, um, part of the problem with Zeus's prodigious philandering was that his goddess wife, Hera, was well aware of his proclivities, and she did not take kindly to Hercules, um, him being the seed of Zeus and, and an immortal woman. And so what she did, and I'd like to read a passage to you, um, it says, the infant Hercules and the snake. So here's one of his first stories. When Hercules was eight months old, Hera sent two enormous servants into his bed because she wanted to destroy the infant. Alchemy called to Amphitryon for help, but Hercules stood up at eight months old, throttled them, one in each hand, and killed them. But Pherakides said that Amphitryon, and so another uh, story that Apollodorus has is, but Pherakides says, so this was another historian, said Amphitryon, wishing to know which of the boys was his son, put the serpents into the bed. When Iphicles fled and Her Heracles confronted them, and Phytrian knew that Iphicles was his. So there's two stories of the infant Hercules. The first one being Hera, as jealous, you know, as a fit of jealousy and revenge towards Zeus, put the serpents into Hercules and Iphistius' bed. Hercules stood up at eight months old, strangled one in each hand, and throttled them to death. Not too bad for a child. Um... And, but what you'll see is early on, there's this enmity between Hera and Hercules, and that continues throughout his story. And, and it's actually what leads to his great labors. So I wanted to give you like a little taste of that. And then I'll, I'll just tell you again, 
there are some other things, you know, Hercules grew up, his boyhood and education. Um, he was t- uh, taught to wrestle Autolycus. He was, re- his stepfather taught him how to drive chariots and fight dream. Um, he was sh- uh, taught how to shoot a bow by Eurydice, to fight in armor by Castor, who was another uh, demigod um, sort of person, Castor and Pollux, the twins, and uh, to play the lyre by Linos, um, who was Orpheus's brother. So you had all these great teachers in, in all these forms of war and art. Um, and he was actually uh, sent away um, by Amphitryon because he killed Linos because Linos had struck him as a means of discipline. But the point is Hercules grew up and he grew up, he was excellent in everything he did. You know, he was a master of war. He could play the lute. Um, he was six um, feet tall. It says his body was four cubits tall. So he's about six feet, maybe a little bit taller. Um, and he had a fiery radiance that shone from his eyes. And uh, he also did not miss when he shot a bow or threw a javelin. So all these things told people that, yes, this is Zeus's son. You can see Zeus in the boy. Um, and so what happened was, is Hercules went on, you know, he went on a hunt, um, killed a lion, the Cithronian lion, and... Uh, you know, which was terrorizing the Greeks at the time. He killed it, and he made his mantle. He wore the lion's head as, as kind of his mantle. So if you see a lot of images of Hercules, you'll see this lion sort of mantle and the skin going down his shoulders. This was the Cytheranian lion. Uh, another thing he did was he marched against Thebes. Um, he was given armor and weapons from Athena. And then he got married, and he married a woman named Megara um, as a prize for his bravery. And him and Megara had three sons. And what happened was, is Hercules was, you know, he's kind of done doing his heroism. He wanted to settle down and be a family man. And then he married Megara, had his three sons. And then then Hera interferes again. And it says, um, Hercules is madness. And so after his battle against the minions... The Minions, not the Minions, not the sidekicks from Despicable Me. It happened that Hercules was driven mad because of the jealousy of Hera. Again, as punishment for Zeus's proclivities, she punished Hercules. Really, she should have taken it out on Zeus. Um, and Hercules, he threw his own children by Megara into a fire, along with two of Ithacles' sons. And for this, he condemned himself to exile. So Hera drove him mad. He killed his kids. Other accounts say that he killed his wife as well. Um, But Apollodorus says that Megara didn't die, just just the children. And eventually he was purified by Thespios. And he went to the Oracle at Delphi um, to ask for counsel. Um, He had put himself in exile after the madness had passed. And he said... To go to Delphi, and he said, Where should I go for my exile? And Pythia, the god at Delphi, then named him for the first time Hercules. So it was actually his, his given name was Alcades, which is, means strength. Um, but the oracle at Delphi renamed him uh, Hercules, which means the glory or the pride of Hera. So it was kind of a slap in Hera's face that this one that you've tried to bring down will be your undoing, a thorn in your side, so to speak. And she told him to settle in Tyrians and and serve Eurythreus, his cousin. Um, Hercules and Eurythreus were cousins. 
their grandfather was Perseus, um, the famous Greek hero Perseus. Uh, She also told him to accomplish 10 labors opposed upon him for 12 years and said that when the labors were finished, he would become immortal. Um, So his punishment as part of his penance for killing his family, uh, he had to serve his cousin who did not like him and who Hera Hera liked Eurythrius. Um, He did not like either of those two. He did not like Hera. He did not like Eurythrius. So he had to serve him for 12 years and he had performed 10 labors, 10 tasks. Um, and then once he did, his penance, so to speak, would be over, and then he'd be granted immortality. He would go to Mount Olympus um, and never die. And so that's kind of the setup for, for Hercules. And, and what we're going to do over several videos is I'm going to break each one down, each, each of the 12 labors. It, it starts out as 10, but it becomes 12, and you'll see why. Um, but I just want to break him down and like explain kind of this mythos and of, of who he was and, and the great things that he accomplished and why he accomplished them and, and the things that happened along the way. Uh, and, and I, I just think it's a fascinating story. And I think the more we get into it, the better it's going to be. And, um, and feel free to, you know, as, as we're going through this kind of, this adventure, this, investigation into who Hercules was, feel free to send, you know, on, on our, our channel or send me a question, a comment and, and say, well, what about this? Or I heard Hercules did this and, and I will be happy to look into that for you and, and answer it on the next video. Again, this is Jake with Dab on History and um, I look forward to, to digging into the labors of Hercules with you guys. Feel free to like, subscribe, follow, and uh, I'll see you all next time.